Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Buzzer Beater podcast. We are we are back with a little bite-sized midweek episode. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be like 10-15 minutes, just really quick. We want to do this more often, you know. It's nice just to listen to little segments. Just talking about the news during the week about Paul George, James Harden, mm-hmm. a bunch of news. It's like better to do it midweek instead of waiting all the way. Mm-hmm. So are you ready to get started? I'm ready. Bring it so, on, David. Woj just broke news. Paul George signed a $224 million deal, if I'm correct, for five years. The first four years, he paid 42.5 mil. And the last season, he's getting paid 35.4. And it's a player option. The last season's a player option, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I my My take on it is... They might have overpaid him, but it's it's not easy to find a 3 and D wing in the NBA today. Uh, and he is exactly that. I think last season was a big fluke. I think this season he's going to come back much better. I'm not saying MVP caliber like he was two seasons ago, but I think he'll average around 24, 25-ish. I think maybe even more. I mean, he's, he's a bucket, and I think well-deserved money, but at the same time, if you can't produce in the playoffs, is it really well-deserved? I don't know. I'm. This is ridiculous how much he got paid. You could see AD just a couple days ago. Aid Anthony Davis, the guy who performed in the playoffs, getting paid 190 million for five years. That's what PG is getting paid for three or for four years. Well, no, because Anthony Davis has a different. He can sign. He can extend. He didn't he do like a two year? Wait, no. What was Anthony Davis's deal again? At the very end, he signed a five-year, $190 million deal. Oh, I thought he was doing like a two-year winger deal and then extending three years, and then they were going to like add more money later on, but I guess not. I thought yeah, was- the thing is, the difference is NBA, like it's all about uh, 3 and D now, and I think Paul George brings just that. This guy for the last six years has not done nothing in the playoffs ever since with the Pacers, those first two years, he showed a lot of potential in the playoffs. Ever since then, this guy has been horrible, absolutely atrocious in the playoffs. Has done absolutely nothing. He does. Yeah, no, if, we're I... talking, if we're talking just regular season, sure, give it to him. He deserves it. Playoffs, I would rather have Seth Curry on my team than Paul George in the playoffs. Yeah. No, but then there's other players who get paid a lot too. Look at Russell Westbrook and. This is the same deal as I believe Russell Westbrook and John Wall. The exact same deal. It's the max. Um, we're coming off seasons that where they played amazing. Like at the time, those like looked like great deals, like fine okay deals. This guy, this Chris season, Paul's getting paid that much. Also, and Chris Paul, Chris Paul's better than PG. Really? If we're talking just last season, if we're talking just last season, oh, no yeah, question. yeah, just last season. Oh yeah, no question. But I'm saying, like, this year, the future, Chris Paul's way older. In the future, PG will be better. But I'm saying just off last season, no question Chris Paul was better. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I think it's not a bad deal. I really don't think it's a bad deal. I don't think it's a bad contract signing. I think we have a bad taste of him in our mouth because he did so bad in the playoffs. And he that's not usually how bad he does. I think next year the Clippers are going to be way different, different dynamic. They have Ty Lue, 
Um, Luke Kennard, I like him a lot. I think they're going to get rid of one of their guards, whether it's Lou Will or Patrick Beverly. Um, but other than that, it's they have Serge Ibaka now. They're they're much better chemistry wise this year than they were last year, and they're going to be able to practice together. They have Marcus Morris now. I think honestly, we can. Yeah, you can. Honestly, it. we know why the Clippers did this deal more than anything. Why they paid so much, um, locking him up for five more years. Um, proves or kind of like pushes and puts pressure on Kawhi to also stay. Kawhi and him were supposed to leave next season after next season. They were both, uh, I believe it was, yeah, they're both free agents with play options. They could have stayed if they want to, I think, but they both could have left. Now that Paul George extended, it kind of lets, you know, Kawhi say like, oh, maybe I can extend to stay in LA. I'm going to say this from the, Ever since the playoffs, I've thought it would be the best option for them to trade Paul George. And I know I know that's kind of crazy after one season trading Paul George. But you mm-hmm. could see on the court, those guys, they don't have chemistry together. They don't fit well together on the court. Like, they both play the same position. They both basically but have... But no one has chemistry the first year. Look at LeBron and D-Wade. What's it called? What's it called? On the court? On the court? Like, they don't... They can't play well together. Like, they both are the same position. They both are basically the same players. And, like, let's say you trade Paul George for uh, a point guard. Let's say Russ. I think that team would be way better. Really? Way uh, better. I think all-time greatness, though, you need two, like, wings. Like, look, for example, MJ and Scottie Pippen. Uh, I think that's what the Clippers were trying to do. But it's not that type of NBA anymore. Now, like, it's all the point guard position. Yeah, I know. It's definitely guard, guard oriented. But I also think you can mix a two and a three and get a really, really good combo. If they have a good passing point guard, that's the problem. I think the problem yeah. is the point guard. And it's not it's not that Patrick Beverly is bad. They can get someone with the same trade value as Patrick Beverly, but that just understands more of the passing game and there's more of a passing point guard than defense. Imagine how nice Lonzo would fit on that roster. Yep, Lonzo would be amazing because he brings defense and passing. He brings uh, Patrick defense, and he's a better shooter than Patrick Beverly. Ricky Rubio would be perfect. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Rubio, I'm trying to think of, like, passing point guards. Even, like, Devontae Graham. Um, like, anybody who can average more than six assists will be perfect, and I think that's the missing piece. I don't think it has anything to do with Paul George and Kawhi's uh, chemistry together mm-hmm. but yeah uh, do you think they'll ever get that piece before Kawhi leaves or before this era ends uh, I feel like Patrick Beverly is such a, like a staple to the Clippers mm-hmm. like when you think of Clippers most people used to think of Patrick Beverly first back in that 2017-2018 era right it would I don't know if they have the guts to trade him, though. I don't know. Well, why not keep Patrick Beverly at the backup and then trade Lou Williams? Uh, Lou Williams will get you a very good quality player. I feel like they need that scoring off the bench, though, after they lost Montrez. No, no, but they got Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard can score. He averaged, like, 16 last season. He'll he'll do fine. Yeah, he averaged second half of the season. He was going ham. I think he was averaging, like, 18-19. 
He's Ohio's all-time leading scorer. I never knew that. Yeah, even uh, he passed LeBron in like high school scoring, I think. Yeah, but yeah. no, he's a scorer. He's a scorer, man. I don't know. Let's okay. Hypothetical situation. Let's say, what are you doing if you're the Clippers GM? The Rockets come to you. They say, we, if you trade us Paul George for James Harden. That's never we'll, going to happen. You, you, I think that could happen. Really? You think Paul George and – honestly, though, that would be a win-win for both teams because, yeah. like you said, you need a point guard, John Wall. You need a nice swing, Paul George, James Harden, Kawhi. That, that'll be a good mix for both teams. It's just and never going to happen. I think – uh, Clippers add on a first. Paul George and a first for James Harden. Who says no? Who says no? Honestly, who says Wait, no? Wait, Paul George and a first for James Harden? Yeah. Are you kidding? No, it's like Paul George and like four firsts. No way. And the Clippers don't have that many firsts because they gave it all for Paul George with Shea and Danilo. They don't have many firsts. It would have to be seconds. It would have to be like, realistically, if they really wanted to pull that shade, they would have to give up Paul George they would have to give up Lou Williams. They would have to probably give up Zubots and like a first. I don't know. Just for Harden. Harden? I think people forget that Harden averaged like 39 points two seasons ago. Uh, last season, he averaged. The situation the Rockets are in right now, it's ridiculous. Like, there's no, like, James Harden isn't coming to practice. And when he does come to practice, now he has to go through like this whole protocol. Six tests, yeah, six negative yeah. tests. And also, like, he does not want to be there. It's simple as that. Harden does not want to be there, and I think Harden's the guy that will, like, sit at home. He will do nothing. He will lose his salary because he does not want to be there at all. Okay, I think this is a good, good transition for us to talk about Harden. You think – do you think he will get traded for the season? Before the season? No. So will he play? Will he ever play in a Rockets uniform this season with John Wall and Boogie Cousins? Will he? He will not play, but he will not get traded. Okay, I, I, I'm I'm of the mindset that he will play with them. Uh, I think they said the problem was actually no, they did say that the problem was not uh, any not the owner. It wasn't uh, Tillman Fertitta. It was it was them hiring Stephen Silas. They wanted he wanted Tyloo. I think they said he wanted someone else like Jason Kidd. They, they picked the assistant coach, Steven Silas, um, which considering how long he's been, like, I don't know. I guess Steven Silas is one of the more prominent assistant coaches, but I don't know why he didn't like him or didn't like that signing as a head coach. Um, Steven Silas clearly has no connection to James Harden. Every time he asks questions about him, he seems like he has no clue what he's up to. Yeah. He only talked to him one time, said hello. Um, I'm a little worried for the Rockets. I think they can get it done, though. I think they can figure things out. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. James Harden, I don't know, man. I think I think they'll figure it out. I think he's going to have to come back. There's no way you don't come back. That looks bad on him. Um what do you think about him getting traded? I think, like, it's already looked bad enough on him. So, mm-hmm. at this 
point, like, I don't think he cares anymore, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. But let's say he does get traded. The trade destinations, I would think, and he said this, he wanted to go to the Nets, Sixers, I've heard, Bucks, and I think I've heard Raptors, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Have you heard anyone else? No, no, that's exactly what I heard. But I think Nets are out of the picture now. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah, Nets no, Nets are out. Nets are out, okay. Uh, let's I think say, the Sixers are his number one right now. Okay, let's say he does get traded to the Sixers. They give up Matisse Thiable for sure. Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll give up Tobias Harris. I think they'll give up Matisse Thiable, Ben Simmons, who's like supposed to be a really... Who is a no, great young called, I just saw in Rojam, they said they were not cheering any. They, the whole team's up for grabs except Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Those are the two guys. Really? Yeah. Oh, then the deal's not going to go through. I think people forget how how valuable James Harden is. He's literally, like, I think he's the most valuable NBA player. One really? of the most. Not the, not the most, but top three in value. Not top three best, but in value. Dude, because that guy can flip a franchise. Like, you go if you take him to Charlotte right now, not Charlotte. If you take him to like Orlando, he will make that team like a top four seed in the East easily. They'll be contenders for like the conference finals. Uh, I think people forget how valuable he is, and I think NBA GMs understand he's like super valuable. And if you don't give up Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, there's no way. So yeah, no Harden is valuable, and I don't think. I don't think he'll get traded because there is, are no teams out there that have the assets to trade him who want to trade him. That's like, true. Raptors can't do it. Mm-hmm. I think for the last thing, the only team that really has a shot are the Bucks, And they have to hold, throw everyone at him. Everyone. To keep Giannis. Like, like Chris Middleton, Dante DiVincenzo, who... Chris Middleton, Dante DiVincenzo. Let's say you throw in who do they? Have? Who else? Chris Middleton, Dante DiVincenzo. Uh, a um, couple for. I think that could secure Harden. Yeah, that that sounds adequate. And they'll keep Drew Holiday. Yeah, I need they they need to keep Drew Holiday. I think he's a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. I think that wraps it up the episode. Yeah, that was a nice, quick little episode. Thank you guys for listening. To mm-hmm. always to go look at our previous episodes. Ex- be expecting an episode on Sunday around one. That's uh, mm-hmm. gonna come out. And just be ready. Yeah, and on Sunday we're gonna get more into depth with this Harden news. We're gonna mm-hmm. have updated news. Probably a few more extensions, contract extensions. Maybe yeah. Kawhi a year. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk we'll on Sunday then. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. You.